Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy. I'm Anita Baldwin and well, I was going to say we are the Get Savvy Club, but I'm actually all on my own, so that would be weird, wouldn't it? Anna is in Barcelona. I am here to talk about Mary Taylor, who... Um, I met Mary years ago in like real life networking when I first started out on my own and um, she was so confident and uh, did like massage and essential oils and menopause and everything and I was probably a bit intimidated by her actually because there was you know I'd I'd just joined this networking group and loads of people seemed to know each other and get on really well and have a good laugh and actually funnily enough now I know them all really well and they're lovely and not intimidating at all. So this is an awesome podcast completely different from what we normally do actually and it is about women and how we can use our natural cycles to understand ourselves better and make sure that we're in the right frame of mind to do whatever we need to do so to kind of coordinate our lives in a way that fits with our natural rhythms which you know if you're a man listening to this you probably think well switch off now but don't because you know it's helpful for you to know this stuff as well um and actually you know how did I get to like 40 um without knowing a lot of this stuff so it is it's a revelation to me really really interesting and um I just love the passion Mary has for it and how well she explains it. She's way more woo-woo than me, but also grounded in science. So I think she'd be a perfect bridge for people like me who aren't woo-woo, but, you know, need this stuff in our lives. And, uh, well, let's get straight into it. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. So Mary Taylor, a.k.a. the menopause rock star, I am a women's well-being guide and the reason I use the term guide rather than expert or specialist or coach or whatever is one, I'm multi-passionate, two, I'm multifaceted, but also I very much believe that my role is about guiding. It's about really getting to know my clients, understanding what their needs are and then showing them and supporting them through a smorgasbord of opportunities. Absolutely, a smorgasbord of options and opportunities that they can choose from in order to get to where they want to go. So I can work, for me it's now become very much all about alignment, about being aligned with yourself, with your values, with your business, with your family, with the universe, if we want to, to, to go there. And I very much draw on all of my years of wisdom because I, when I think back on it, you know, I started life as a corporate HR manager. For me, it was always about personal development and, you know, getting the best out of the bit out of the people for the business, but also allowing the people to be the best so they got the most out of the business. I've worked in the fitness world. In fitness, I've covered everything from biomechanics coaching to pelvic floor dysfunction, nutrition, weight management, personal training, and then very much moved into supporting women with their hormonal well-being. So as I was coming up to menopause, it was all about how to get in line with our menstrual cycle, how to understand it, how to work with it, then navigating the menopause. And now that I'm on the other side, this is when I feel we really can get into alignment because we're no longer cycling. 
we let go of a load of the stuff that we're hanging on to because that's one of the joys and the beauties of menopause and so for me as I say it's all about empowering women and guiding them and supporting them so that they can become truly aligned true to themselves and then show up however they want to in the world yeah it's I love a, that difficult time isn't it and um, there's a lot of change going on and I think a lot of us try to just go it's all right we'll just carry on it's fine just ignore it it'll go away and you don't kind of think about how what I love about what you do is you say let's do the opposite of that and let's see how parts of it can actually help us to be better at what we do and to accept when there are times when we just need to sit down and then there are times when we're going to absolutely fly because our hormones are you know doing different things for us absolutely and I was just thinking about one of my clients at the weekend because she's gone into what I call full warrioress mode again she's on the other side of of menopause and she's just like I'm so I'm busy and I'm working and I'm loving it and I've got the energy for it and it's very interesting because we were just talking a little bit off air about the fact that we're recording this today on a full moon and without putting anybody in a box and thinking oh it must be but full moon sort of is said to align with ovulation and ovulation is, if anyone did listen to the masterclass, is when we're at our most magnetic. So how great, you know, here where I am talking on a podcast. But the phase before is that phase of warrioress, which is pure action. So actually, you know, my client was a bit like, well, I'm doing this, but I'm not doing that. And I want to just go back to her and say, and that's okay. You're actually in tune with yourself. But absolutely, Anita, I think I'm all about changing the story and changing the narrative because you know for so many menopause is a time of fear it's a time of feeling like a failure it's a time when a lot of businesses will lose women from mm. their business because of the brain fog because of or that. trying to hide the physical symptoms because you're embarrassed absolutely you know when you've got a hot flush in the middle of your power presentation and for some women i mean they are literally you know drenched and soaking and they're bright red and you know the sweat running down the face you know we don't want to put ourselves absolutely we don't want to put ourselves in that situation so how can we navigate it? How can we calm the Frank down? But also how can we embrace it? And, and as you said, stop hiding it and, you know, be mindful of yeah. it. Because we are like half the population. So if we all do that, we're going to win, aren't we? Because of the work that we do with Get Savvy Club, really early on, the types of people that we help, mostly women that we help, we've had... Obviously, we met you early on in our sort of journey. Met you even before, like the Get Savvy Club, and then there was another um, person that does something similar to you. And it's kind of like we're kind of ready and armoured and ready to sort of or know just what's know going who on, but, to ask. Yeah, or That's just know what, like thing. although not there yet. Well, I'm not there yet. I'm like I'm ready for that, and I know what's going to happen. Whereas I genuinely bring it before, on, Mother Nature. Before before <laughs> I had Get Savvy Club, the types of jobs that I had, I wouldn't have a clue. Like literally, I wouldn't. I just literally yeah. thought. Oh, your periods will stop. That would you might get a bit hot. I'd seen women in offices that are a bit older than me with their uh, rolling up pieces of paper and fanning themselves. And I just think, well, oh, let's I face it, Anna, you're the kind of person where that will be it. <laughs> and that'll be that. Well, <laughs> yeah, that is the plan. <laughs> Irritatingly, if not, I bet I'm you ready, aren't I? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm aware of this stuff. And if you're a man listening to this, don't you dare just stop listening to this because you're a man, because you need to know this so that you can be prepared and armored yourself for the women around you and have a bit of an understanding as well. Because if well, you don't absolutely. know. Absolutely. 
you're going to blame yeah. yourself and you're going to feel bad. And it's probably not, well, it might be you. If you're a knob, it's you. But it might not be you. And if you can be armed, you know, armed with the information, it's going to be easier for you and also for people around you that might be going through a similar situation. I mean, when I met you, beautiful pair, just over three years ago, I was still very much sort of in the, in what we call, you know, that masculine energy. And as long as I did this and this, then two and two makes four. And I was going to sail through it and everything was going to be, hey, okay. And then I had my mother's Alzheimer's diagnosis and I had a good friend diagnosed with cancer. And then we had a global mm -hmm. pandemic and, 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 and. And all of a sudden, the wheels of the bus did come off because I hadn't really taken into account the impact of emotional trauma or past trauma on my physical well-being as I navigated this 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 time of life. So that has very much changed the way that I now work with and the emphasis I give to the work that I do, because absolutely, you know, I could talk all day about, you know, this hormone and that hormone and this does this and this does that. As we, you know, one of my favorite quotes is, you can't green juice yourself out of, you know, certain things. <laughs> so, you know, if we've got past trauma or we arrive at this time of life in the middle of a global pandemic, We've got elderly parents who aren't thriving. We've got teenage children, you know, going through their exam. You know, I'm quite sure this week with the start of, is it GCSEs? I mean, I'm showing my age here. I am I am the child. You know, there, there'll be a lot of women whose hormones are going to be all over the place at the moment because all of a sudden they're trying to support their teenager through this phase of you know exams etc etc so the more you understand the more you can go oh hang on a minute where am I in my cycle or where what's going on you know universally if you're if you're if you're no longer cycling or maybe if you're on contraception oh I can be kind to myself I can give myself a break and as I always say I can pull over so any any symptom like a a hot flush or brain fog or achy joints or poor sleep. I'm being a bit simplistic here, but that for me is like a red light on the dashboard, pull over, let's look under the bonnet, quick review, what needs to change? You know, maybe you've been eating too much sugar. Maybe it's been too much grab and go on, you know, and you're not drinking enough water. You're not giving yourself enough rest, all, all the things. So I'm going on and on because as you both know, this is my... Yeah. passion project but for me that's what i love about it more we you talk about it, it. And, and men as you said men absolutely need to know this sorry anita i was going to say you did a masterclass in our academy recently on which was entitled how to make being a woman work for you which i loved it's a really powerful title and in it you talked about the phases that you go through in that cycle and how to make them work for you just can you kind of talk us through what those phases are? Not in, not in as much detail, and I don't yeah. want to put you on the spot, but I, it's something I've never heard before. So I'm sure there'd be people listening who are like, what? Yeah. Well, it's really interesting because the model that I share is sort of a blend of the women's health coaching qualification that I did a few moons ago and um, linked it in with the one of many coaching qualification that I did during the pandemic. But in its most simplisticest, is that even a word? <laughs> no, but it should be. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. an Anna word. 
absolutely <laughs> <laughs> along with discombobulation yeah so great one. our menstrual cycle has about five phases and most people don't even realize that there's anything other than being having a period and so the minute we start going into our menstrual cycle, we sort of start to fall into these five phases. If we think of phase one being the first day of our period, that is menses, that is what we call sorceress. This is when we become very intuitive. We come within ourselves. It's a time of rest and replenishment. And it's really a good opportunity to intuit what's going on in your business, in your life, you know, maybe looking and thinking about vision and so on. As we come out of our menstrual cycle, out of our menstrual phase, we move into the second half of what's called the follicular phase, if you want the science and the technical stuff. For me, it's much sexier to talk about the emotional side of it. Our estrogen starts to rise and we move into warrior S. Now, this is when, you know, we've got our energy back. We're in the action phase. It's the do, do, do. We've got the energy. You know, we want to be lifting the weights. We want to be out there running. You know, we really are on point. We know where we're headed and it's all about taking action. Then we come into the middle of our cycle, and just before that, we get a big testosterone spike. Now, this is all dependent on all of your hormones are working as they're meant to. And ovulation is the only time of the menstrual cycle that you can actually get pregnant. And it's no, I was like 30 before I knew that. <laughs> That's awful, isn't it? You spend your whole teenage years with your mom saying, oh, it's really easy to get pregnant. Be careful if you don't get pregnant. Oh, you could, it's so easy. And so I just thought, yeah. oh, that's really easy. And I was shocked to learn, actually, what, there's only two days a month it can actually yeah, happen? Three, it's about what? three or four days of the month that you can you could get. And again, you know, it's slightly different for, for, for everybody. But that's when we're at our most magnetic. Of course we are. You know, we're trying to attract the bees to the honeypot. And, you know, and it's all about magnetism. Everything looks good. Everything feels good. So if you can, the best time to be doing a podcast, you know, networking, presenting, doing your reels, all of the things, going out on dates, you know, if it's date night yeah. with your partner, have it at that time of the month rather than just before your period or, you know, whatever. Yeah. You're going to want to be social around people, you know, and people are going to be drawn to your to your magnetism. Just that was you the other day, Anna, when you saw that guy and he was all attractive and you turned around for a second dance and he'd turned around for a second yeah. dance at you as no, well. No, that's not just what, that's all cycles, Anita, not just a, what, like a fifth of a cycle for me. It's all the bloody time. Oh! The, the aura, she said the modestly. <laughs> modestly. <laughs> now, well, what's quite funny is because this guy, honestly, is so hot. He's too fast, though. So, actually, I don't know if he's that hot because you don't actually get to see his face because he's so fast as he runs. But I've seen him when I've been driving along and I've seen him run. Um, and he is like an Adonis. Like, that's how you, what you said where you were to about how he, how he looks. The reason I looked back was because I wanted to try and pap him, take a picture to then <laughs> Send to me. And I look like a right dork, but oh well, it, it is what it is. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's that. Moving on to the next one. Sorry. So, so that's that. Actually, that is a good idea on date night because then you're not going to get pregnant as well. That's a good plan. Go out, do other things. Don't stay at home and have sex because otherwise you will get pregnant. So we don't want that. So yeah, unless of course, time, get out. Yeah, unless it's on the agenda. 
Unless you want to, but or, like, mostly or you've you heard of a little to. thing called contraception that most yes, people know about. Sometimes that doesn't work, does it? So I'm just saying belt and braces and all that. Belt and braces. Contraception. Double up. Go out. Anything Get you can. the pill and leave your tights on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next bit. So you two crazy cats. <laughs> the next phase is called the mother phase. So we've had the lover and now we move into the mother, which is just after ovulation. And this is where we're moving into the second half of our menstrual cycle. And there should be a nice gentle swap over of estrogen starts to come down and our progesterone starts to rise. And this is a much sort of calmer, more nourishing part of the menstrual cycle. The problem is, is that for many women, either their estrogen's really bossy or their progesterone's lazy. And quite a lot of women don't get that nice rise, which is why we see irritation, anxiety, all that, that like two weeks of PMS, when again, it should really only be a couple, a couple of days. Now, the mother phase is all about nurturing, because obviously, if we have got pregnant, you know, that's that phase of the cycle where we're starting to, you know, there's been that connection. And, you know, if we've got pregnant, then the body starts to prepare and, you know, thicken and, and, and do all the good things. It's also a really good time, though, for um, conversations and for maybe staff appraisals, for having your own appraisal, for having family, you know, get togethers and conversations. Maybe if something really was irritating you, and um, annoying you just before your period, we tend to say, hold on to it and have that discussion in the mother phase because we're much more compassionate. It's a great time as well for doing your onboarding and your follow-up sales and so on and so forth because you know, you've magnetized them and now you want to be in that listening phase, building rapport, doing their needs, getting them on board, you know, closing the sales. Then we move into the final phase of the menstrual cycle, which is kind of the week before menses again. And this is what we call the queen phase. So again, everything's starting to gently start to decline if we're not pregnant. And this is when we move into the humble queen. So the queen <laughs> phase is our discerning phase. It's when we seek counsel. It's a good time for admin systems, procedures, who's in, who's out. But again, ideally done from a compassionate, loving, discerning phase rather than an off with the heads. I hate mm. everybody and you can all, you know, go. The only way we can stay in that discerning, humble gracious queen is if we've honored the other phases of our cycle so rested when it's menses taken action being out when we want to be out and da 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 now of course i know you two are you know really really busy working mums and i'm sure you know lots of the listeners as well are thinking yeah right mary have you have you seen the school run and the after school clubs and the exams Absolutely. So then it's learning to what we call scaffold certain parts of the menstrual phase so that you are not constantly depleted and dancing on the edge of burnout. And that's really my big mission as somebody who spent most of her life going from breakdown to burnout to breakthrough. It's wouldn't it be nice to be able to just smooth it out a little bit rather than living this big roller coaster of life. Do you know what? They should teach this stuff at schools to just Absolutely. A, a 
female she just accept this is part of who I am let's just lean into it rather than just pretend we're all the same based on how men are really isn't it or just get attacked yeah. because or people accusing you of own PMS or you know like yeah well can you imagine in school if we did maths and you know logic at in the queen phase, if we did, you know, reading and, you know, during the menstrual phase, if we did our oral presentations and languages during, you know, lover and mother phase, you know, if we really had got into detail there and then, you know, during the warrior S phase, it was like putting projects into place and, you know, taking action and working on your own. But, you know, in the mother phase, you go into your group work. I'm sure it would make a huge difference. And again, you know, all of this sort of knowledge and wisdom is is used. Very, and we were having this discussion, obviously, on the masterclass. It's used in sports psychology. You know, most top yeah. female athletes nowadays, you know, they're looking not just at their nutrition from, a, oh, but what is their nutrition in their cycle? So at different times of the month, we need different foods. We metabolize differently. We move differently. So period, rest and relaxation, maybe only for 24 hours, warrior rest, out there, lifting, pushing, PBs, lover phase. Well, now we want to be around other people. And again, we may well be smashing it out, might be different for different people. And then we start to come back down again. And in the, in the queen phase, we do our strategy, planning, what's going on for the next month. Again, I said it on the masterclass, but just in case you haven't listened or you're, you're not in the masterclass community, the British gold medal hockey team and the American World Cup soccer team. Now, you know, that's a few years ago now. Each of the women on those teams, their menstrual cycle was tracked for the whole four years leading up to both of those competitions so that their coaches knew how to speak to them at different times of the month. We tune into different language, we're more receptive to different things. How to eat, whether to work with them one-to-one, -one, whether to put them into a group scenario, when to push them for on their strength, when to get them on their cardio, when to focus on you know, their mobility. You know, I, I wonder like, if their menstrual cycles all went in sync after a while as why, well, you know, like they I, tend to do. Yeah. And again, you know, there's a, there's a, there's an evolutionary reason for that so that no one's at an advantage. You know, we, we cycle sync so that there's no competitive advantage. Is that why it is? What? Yeah. To like find a mate? But surely yeah. there is more. If we're all ovulating at the same time, then that is a massive, like, oh, oh my God, <laughs> come over to me. No, come to me. And, you know, it must be like, you know, in, back in the day, it must have been yeah. quite threatening. But if you think about animals, you know, they, they you know, they have rutting, you know, <laughs> so that's really charming, isn't it? They have a rutting season. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can yeah. call it rutting, Maria. <laughs> it's quite romantic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, interesting stuff, isn't it? And it's just, it's like an underground movement at the moment, isn't it? Which yeah. is such a shame. Yeah. yeah. But again, you know, thank you to you two for inviting me to come and speak on your podcast. And there's so many, you know, there are so many others. And as you say, the more we just keep bringing it out from a place of, as Anna said, you know, let's just embrace it. Let's engage with it. Let's be prepared for it. You know, hopefully that then means, because I think that's the biggest thing for a lot of women. And, you know, I, I did a post about this the other day. It's not that our bodies are letting us down. 
It's that the education system's letting us down. The medical system's letting us down. Yeah. Other women are letting us down because they're not having the conversation and, and sharing. And like you said, sometimes they're white knuckling through because, you know, that's what we've been taught is the only way to do it. And, you know, I was at the gym today and one of the girls was saying, oh, she, the, you know, someone, the, the trainer keeps telling me to put more weight on and I don't want to. And I was like, well, tell her, you don't want to. We're grown-ass yeah. women here, you know. Say yeah. no. Boundaries. That's what the queen energy is really good at. Yeah. No deal boundaries. The best thing I heard recently is that no is a complete sentence. And I would always go, no, because I can't do that because of have got to. Yeah. And actually, just just a no. It's just not no. confrontational. It's not aggressive. It's just, you know, a, a no. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure I could do it. I still like my natural state is to, you know, like when someone bumps uh-huh. into you and you go, "I'm oh, so sorry," and you, t- you don't, you don't mean it. You just can't help yourself. And you've said it before you want, mm-hmm. but but yeah, that's what I'm working on in myself. Absolutely. Well, this yeah. is it. It's like any muscle, isn't it? We just have to practice. And I know when I really started working on my boundaries, they were so clunky. They were aggressive. They were horrible, you know, because it was so, as you know, as a reforming people pleaser, it, they were so like, get out of my space. Yeah. And, and I remember sleep. being really surprised because I didn't know you that well. We were in the same networking group and um, you like quite woo woo, very um, confident, relaxed and all of that. And then you you talked about um, your past and you were like a proper, you know, shoulder padded designer handbag corporate chick in the past. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't see anything in you like that anymore. It's you would have been the enemy to me. Uh, you would have oh, been yeah. the enemy. I was a recruitment consultant, so you in HR, you're the enemy because you're like the gatekeeper stopping us get to the decision makers and making things happen. No, probably it's that way. Anna Gear again. No, tell her I'm in a meeting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably called you at some point. Yeah, yeah, told yeah. me no. Now I'm like, bitch. <laughs> Try her again. Yeah, stop yeah. sending me shit candidates. <laughs> yeah. wouldn't, no, wouldn't, there wouldn't have been shit candidates. <laughs> there would have been great candidates, but you would have been dismissive because I wasn't on your per, your uh, preferred supplier agreement or some other crap like That's, that. But, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. But yeah, it was the whole like it's so weird that even the concept of wearing a suit now, like, and for years oh. I had to wear a suit, which is just insane, isn't it? Like going into an actual office with office people in a suit. It's just weird when you when you think about it now. Well, it's but. Not, well, even for me, when people ask for head and shoulder shots, and I'm like, I don't do them, and then they're like, Well, we we, we can't use that photo, and then I'm like, Well, I'm not your person then, mm-hmm. yeah. because please don't make me get one of those white backgrounds. You know, I much prefer one of you dangling upside down in uh, stripper heels off a pole lap dancing pole. What, what's not to love about that? At least yeah. something all up, I wasn't getting. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And that's who you aspire to more than perched on the corner of a desk with a false smile. You know, who wants yeah. to be that person? I was always told off when I worked because I'd love it when the photographer came in. But but they'd be like, no, you just gotta stand near that wall. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you're smiling too much. You're messing about too much. I'm like, sorry, I can't help the personality coming through. They were just like, no, we just need like basic picture. Why do you have to disrupt it? And I was like, I don't know, boredom. Maybe, maybe they could be more interesting pictures. But yeah, they and like also the about you. They'd make us write the about you, and then they'd go, we can't put that. And then they'd rewrite it. You know, like for the website, it's about you. Know, I just go off on a tangent and talk about being a Leicester City fan or this or that. And they go, not like that. We we want to know how many years you've been in recruitment and what sort of recruitment you've done I was like you write it then 
and then so they did but yeah. yeah but now there's more room for people to show their personality out there definitely and is it people want it don't they it's well, like we like we've all we all know now isn't it the more you actually show the real you the more people then gravitate to you and again yes. i just well they can decide can't they they that, can decide well, do you like it. it or not yeah Absolutely. and then don't waste any more time then if you don't like it you know you can fuck off and then Stroll the ones on, that do can just on come by. on board yeah exactly no yeah, I, exactly. I you know and again the more the more i found the more i get myself into alignment the more i speak my truth the more engagement i get and it's like oh actually the sky hasn't fallen on my head yes someone might have you know left a post of a comment saying snake oils to which you just put like wave and pass you know go pass on pass on i love on. your stuff because it's just got an air of this is me take it or leave it yeah and it's yeah. like i i and actually i don't really care which which is just completely awesome you don't need other people's approval or validation or anything you're just like you know it's a it's a bit of a trite saying but just living your best life my daughter says it all the time anyway two questions we always ask everybody yeah. on this are the first one is uh, what makes you savvy because we're the get savvy club absolutely and of course i'm going to have to say body wisdom mm. what makes me savvy is really being in tune with myself recognizing my energy trusting my intuition and moving forwards from that yeah fabulous and the second question is to recommend a book so a, a development book a business book something that you know has helped you along the way i'm a bit of a audible girl you know i've got a book list yeah me too on there mm. and you know but when you sort of let me know that that was going to be the question i had to go probably back to one of the first business books that i that i read which was abundance now by lisa nichols oh, oh yeah i like her follow her on yeah. linkedin so that was an a real that's a real oldie but goldie after listening to that on a journey down to Bath, I um, handed in an, um, an agree, um, my notice, so to speak, from a franchise agreement I was in. That oh. went down like a lead balloon. But the other thing that really resonated with me was Lisa, in that book, she talks about the concept of relationships being seasonal and mm. that not all, you know, so some will last a season, some will become forever relationships some will be purposeful and that is something that's always stuck with me and allows you then to depersonalize business friendships so to speak or people yeah. that you've met along the way because we're all only seasonal yeah we're all transitioning aren't we yeah. through life yeah. and you meet certain people and you're at that stage and they're at that stage and you you like it resonates with you and then you might move on to different stages that yeah. don't like blend together well yeah and that then mm. allowed me and I love that as well because that sort of connects in with the whole elements of nature that I love working with as well but it is a really good easy to listen to book and obviously it's her first book so if you have followed Lisa it really gives the background to her story and you know where where she's she's come from and the other sort of takeaway I don't know if it's from that book or because then I used to listen to her on podcasts is where she would say is you can't help others by being down in the hole with them. Well, it's really it's, it's really important as a, as, a, as a coach. Well, I think, you know, we're not here. No one's broken. Yeah. That, and again, that's why I use the word guide. Let me, yes. Let me show you some options to choose yeah. from. So how can people find you if they want to find out a bit more about this and have a chat with uh, you? Basically, if you type Menopause Rockstar into Facebook, Instagram 
and LinkedIn because I've just gone back out into the wonderful world of LinkedIn. So Menopause Rockstar will come up on all three of those platforms. And then my website is very simple, marytaylor.com. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. Fabulous. I told you that was really good and really interesting. And Mary has a way of making it, kind of bringing it to life without making it too icky or um, like or anything like that, doesn't she? As I am recording this, a while after we had the interview, I cannot remember what book she recommended, but... If you want to win it, just screenshot the episode and post it on social media saying how awesome it was and tag us in so we know that you've done it and we can um, draw you out of a hat and you could win whatever book it was that she talked about. But yeah, interesting stuff. I'd love to know your thoughts on it as well, actually. So feel free to message us on social media or send us an email at info at and just let us know your thoughts on it. And if you think you know of a really interesting podcast guest or you think you might be a really interesting podcast guest, yeah, feel free to reach out to us and let us know as well. But you've got to be good because we only have really great guests. Question of the week, really. So this is about, we get we hear this a lot, actually. We talk to a lot of people, a lot of awesome business people, and um, sometimes they're disillusioned because they've got great business, they just don't know how to get more clients, and they might have forked out money on other courses and programmes and um, grand schemes of various people promising to give them, you know, the secret sauce or the hack or a way to get leads coming into them. They've paid all the money. They might have done the stuff and it's not worked for them. So, you know, how do we answer that one? And I'll tell you how. Um, Basically, Anna and I realised really early on in Get Savvy Club that there is a certain fundamental thing that underpins everything you do. And if you don't do this and get it right, nothing you do will do be successful so all these other courses and everything if they're not doing it and they're not because I've seen a lot of them then it won't work for you so you have to do this and we kind of we all love a bit of alliteration don't we so we've termed it into the three c's and the three c's underpin everything we do and everything we train our clients on because they've got to get this right before anything else will work so to tell you what they are they are clarity confidence and consistency so unless you're super clear on what you do And I'm talking about the outcome you get for your clients, not the stuff, because no one buys the stuff. We all buy the outcome because we buy with our emotions. Unless you're super clear on that and who you're targeting, then you're not going to get anywhere. Um, Confidence. You have to be confident and certain in what you're providing for your clients. You know, none of the wishy-washy language, none of the I could, maybe we could, I'll help you to, none of that. We want to buy certainty. If you were to go to the dentist with chronic toothache, And the dentist said, oh, I could try this and that might help. Um, You'd be like, no. You'd go and find a dentist and went, yeah, you need a filling. That'll stop the pain. I'm sure there are instances where it doesn't stop the pain. Maybe one in a thousand, one in a million, whatever. And they have to do something else. But they don't go, well, it might. They talk to you with certainty and that's what you're looking to buy. And that's what your clients are looking to buy as well. And then um, consistency. Can you hand on heart say you are consistent with all this stuff? So many people, we're producing a lead magnet actually soon and it will talk about the pitfalls that people fall into. And one of them is kind of perch and fizzle, something like that, I can't remember. So basically you go, oh, this is a great idea, like a diet and you stall an exercise plan and you start and you go all for it, you really go for it. And you might last three days, maybe a week, maybe even two weeks, but you don't get those instant results. You get disillusioned and you stop. And we see this time and time again um, and consistency is key. So 
the thing to do really is have a look at your feed. So go, if you use LinkedIn, go into your LinkedIn feed, look at your posts and uh, have a look through from the perspective of being, you know, maybe a potential client that doesn't really know much about you and have a look. And from your last kind of 10 posts, A, how long has it taken you to get those 10 posts out? And if you're saying more than two weeks or more than three weeks, then that's not consistent. Um, You need to get out there a bit more. We can't buy from you if we don't know who you are and can't see you. People only buy things that are in front of them. So, yeah, have a look at your feed. And as a potential client, can you tell what it is you do? Is your language confident and powerful? Is there a way to buy from you? Are you even talking about what you sell and the results you get and putting offers out there? Have a look at that. And if hand on heart, you're saying all of those things are nailed, then you are ready to fly. And if you're not, have a chat to us. If you're looking at it and going, okay, no, I'm not doing any of that, then you have got to nail these three C's before you can be successful and make the kind of money you want to make. Um, But the really good news is it's not difficult to do. So um, reach out to Anna or I, social media, info at getsavvyclub.co.uk and uh, let's have a chat and we can help you to nail the three C's and really start to fly. Give us a a review. We haven't had a review for ages. Subscribe. um, Give us a five-star rating. If you want to chat to us about anything which we like to chat about, send us an email or message us on social media and have an awesome day. Thanks. Bye. That was Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, connect with us on social media. Just search Get Savvy Club.